Hey there, welcome back. You are listening to The DM with Audrey Brienne and Tyree. On last week's episode, we reviewed Netflix original The Queen's Gambit, which you should definitely check out. And on this week's episode of The DM, we'll be reviewing Netflix's Emily in Paris. right into the plot of this show. It debuted in 2020 on Netflix to some mixed reviews. Ultimately, they were negative, uh, but we can get into that a little bit later. So this is Emily in Paris with costume designer Marilyn Fatusi. Some of her films include Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets and Taken Two. And then we have the infamous costume designer consultant who is Patricia Field. I am sure many in our audience are aware of who Patricia is. Patricia is responsible for Sex in the City, the show, and the movie, and also The Devil Wears Prada. The makeup artist is Clarice Domine. Some of her films include Highlander and Robin Hood. This show debuted in 2020 on Netflix to some mixed reviews, ultimately turning negative, but we can talk about why that is a little bit later. And we're going to get into the plot. Yeah, so the plot is set in Chicago, but it mainly films in Paris. And Emily is played by Lily Collins, and she is a 20-something-year-old that's driven. She's an American from Chicago who moves to Paris with an unexpected job opportunity. She is tasked with bringing the American point of view to a marketing firm in Paris, and she doesn't learn French, which like clashes with like the cultures and she juggles with like boyfriends and breaking up with her boyfriend and like her boss is kind of like not very nice to her. So she's juggling friendship, love, life as an American in Paris. Yeah, in this show, Vogue says the show depicts with a certain accuracy the tensions within the industry between the vapid Instagram mooses and the old media who still rely on a source of mystery and social hierarchy. And that's exactly what Tyree was saying as far as the clash of cultures. Another interesting quote about Emily that you will see as we talk about her wardrobe is that her wardrobe is absolutely not in touch with her environment, (laughs) exactly like her hair character who doesn't care about fitting in. And that's another quote that we have from Vogue. Yeah. So Lily Collins is the main character. She plays Emily Cooper. She's 20-something. She's an American, and she moves to Paris from Chicago, and she takes on a job as a social influencer. So she comes into this role, like, already entitled. She doesn't speak the language. She wears, like, Chanel. She wears Dior. She has a couple Alice and Olivia pieces. It's basically an American in Paris the cliche version Mm -hmm. of getting a fashion job and everything goes your way. (laughs) And yeah. Well, initially, I think that's the attitude like Emily brings to it. It's like, I'm going to live a fairy tale dream. And then she gets there and is smacked right in the face with reality. But she also lives in like one of the best areas in Paris. There are some, yeah, she's charmed. There's a lot of stuff that is really unrealistic, but she has a really amazing wardrobe. And sometimes I think like, Mm -hmm. where do 
all of her clothes fit. Yeah, and she, I mean, they try to mix high and low because, like, they say that there's ASOS and stuff and, like, Rag and Bone, but I'm like, Rag and Bone's not really that affordable for most. And even, like, Dolce & Gabbana, like, those are high-end brands. So the way that they've dressed her, the designers, is is very unrealistic for, I mean, how old do we think she's supposed to be, like, 23 or 4? Yeah, 20-something. I would say younger 20s. I mean, yeah, like... Most people just are out of college, and so this girl's wearing Chanel to her perfect French job. Come on now. With Christian Louboutins. <laughs> right. Her boss is played by Philippine Leroy Bellew, and she plays Sylvie, and Sylvie is Emily's boss, and she's not very happy about Emily becoming a new member of the team. Like, she kind of explained it as, like, oh, you're an American girl. Like, you'll be gone in, like, a year or two. Mm-hmm. Her wardrobe is kind of contrasting with Emily. I would say they both wear like bright colors, but Emily wears like more print and she wears more like color blocking. Yeah. She doesn't like the fact that Emily doesn't speak French. And then she looks for a reason to fire her, but Emily always comes up with something to not get fired. And she's very hard on her staff and... People like her. I mean, she's problematic, but, like, she's a good character, I would say. I really liked her character. I love the way they dressed her. I know that there were some articles I read that argued that she was a little too sexy because she'd have sometimes a pencil skirt but a very high slit or very low-cut blouses. But I never found her to be too provocative. If anything, I was just like, wow, that looks like Chloe or, or some, like— you know, Balmain, like, I just, I thought that she was wearing, like, really great designers. So I was captivated by the way they chose to dress her. Yeah, I think that she dressed very nice. I didn't think anything was too provocative. And, yeah, the next character that we're going to talk about is Lucas Bravo. He plays Gabriel. And Gabriel is a chef of a popular French restaurant that happens to be close to Emily's house. And he's also Emily's neighbor who he, like, she, like, goes to his apartment accidentally. And he has a girlfriend named Camille. Mm -hmm. And Camille's parents own a vineyard, like a champagne vineyard. So it's, like, a whole three-way love triangle. And that's another thing about this show that's kind of cliche. Or, like, Paris is, like, the city of love and, like, romance. And, like, she's new She has a boy downstairs. She has a boy from the office (laughs) and a client or something. Yeah. It's just like she lives in like this perfect like world. So. Yeah, it's very unrealistic. I think that's some of the challenge of a show like this is that they want it to, I get it. They want to elevate and like really show us Paris like to its best but like I think that it's again just a little unrealistic these situations they put Emily in I also think that she could do some like streetwear like she's from Chicago I, I think know, they could ever done, wear like, a pair of jeans like ever or just some like I never saw her in a sneaker yeah Oh, you know, I did. She was working out, but like... <laughs> oh, yeah, she was running. Other than that, yeah, she doesn't... All her outfits, guys, are very done up. Like, imagine someone who looks very fussy and someone who looks cluttered. Like, someone who it's like, if she had left the door and you had say in it, maybe you would have, like, been like, hey, girl, maybe take off one or two things. Like, <laughs> you've got a lot of accessories and a lot of layers. Like, she oftentimes comes across, like, way overdone in yeah. the whole, like, fashion. It's, it comes across tacky. Is like what one I'm of saying. her clients said, 
calls her Hat Girl because she couldn't remember her name, basically. So she wears a lot of accessories. Mm -hmm. And the last person that we're going to talk about is Ashley Park, and she plays Mindy Chin. And Mindy is like her best friend. She comes from money. She comes from China. And she works as a nanny in Paris because she doesn't want to go back to China because she wanted to be like a pop star. But she couldn't become a pop star. And her parents are like, come back. We'll like buy you a house. We'll buy you a car. Like be like our daughter. I think she's the only child. Yeah. So yeah, they want her to come back. And she wants to be a singer. So. And there were articles saying, you know, just to reiterate what I said earlier, Emily is purposefully meant to come across as not sophisticated. They want her to be this like fish out of water and overall touristy vibe. I do think they nailed that. Like if that's what they were going for, she definitely like to me, she looked like a tourist with that damn beret on her head. But she I was works like, there. But a beret? Like, are we really <laughs> I think doing that, that? Well, yeah, and she wore a red beret with like a plaid. Black and white outfit. Yeah, all the mixing of patterns, like plaid with like bright, bright colors, and just like her knee high socks sometimes. It was just like knee high socks. She works at this PR firm called Savoir. And I mean, even just saying Savoir, that seems elegant. Um, And so, yeah, her coming, stomping through that office and her get ups. Her quirky, interesting getups, she does. She looks very much like a fish out of water. And I just, it kind of, Broke my heart a little bit because um, she had these beautiful clothes. But again, I think they it's tacky. And so that, yeah. that kind of made me mad because I was like, damn, like you have great stuff, but you're not pairing it really well. Yeah. I think the costume designer did great. I just think that there's a disconnect of, I don't know if, if Americans are supposed to think like that's how it is in Paris. Because like when they went to the office, the men were wearing suits and like, Emily's all done up, you know? But if you think about, like, office, like, in America, we have, like, business casual. Like, we have different types of fashion. Yeah. So I don't know if they want people to think, like, oh, that's how it is over there. Or, like... Do you think in the real world, like, say that she is at... I don't know a PR firm I'm thinking of. I don't, I don't know, but she's in the same situation just in America. Do you think her outfits are garish enough that maybe a boss would say something to her the way she dresses? Like maybe about appropriateness? Um, or do you think she'd get away with her outfits here in America? Well, two different things because she's wearing a full Chanel look number four with the purse included. So (laughs) I don't see a person like that going in to clock in nine to five with a boss. Mm -hmm. I do think that a boss would maybe tell her to turn it down a little, like tone that down. Yeah. But that's the disconnect, I guess, because it's like, I don't see a girl like that, like, Going to the office. Yeah, you know, I both of us, Tyree and I, have experience with PR. I used to work at People's Revolution. Not that I was slumming it by any means, but, like, I did not walk in wearing, you know, Chloe look number 14 or Gucci look number 42. With Christian Louboutin. Yeah, maybe I had a Gucci belt. Yeah. Maybe I had a shoe, but, like, I just wasn't doing that, and neither were my colleagues, you know? Like, and actually in fashion, if you're really working in it, you're dressed fairly comfortable and very much in streetwear. Like, we're not running around wearing couture as we're doing our job, and neither are the people at these showrooms and PR firms that we work with. We look normal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's my disconnect. And I just think, like, we'll talk again, because I feel like you have some 
quotes from mm-hmm. the costume designer. But my thing too is just like in the time that we're in now, the cliche like white American going to a different country, not learning their language, like getting a job, like she's running it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just so American and entitled. And like, I think that they could throw in like a black love interest. I feel like they could find like a black, like London girl yeah. to like work there. So I think they need to just diversify mm-hmm. a little bit more because this is just like a cliche version of a a white American in Paris. And that's totally, Vogue says that. They say in an article that the show depicts with a certain accuracy the tensions within the industry between the vapid Instagram mooses and the old media who still rely on a source of mystery and social hierarchy. So you don't want to put all your business out there. And like, I think that they, it's not secretive, but you hold things like close to your chest. Emily's throwing it all out there. You see her coming and you're like, okay, bright, young, naive, out of place, <laughs> probably American. Like you can go through a list of all the things she is just because of how she presents herself. Yeah. And there's another part that stood out. She just started working with a client and they were shooting an ad and the girl was like nude mm-hmm. and she stopped the shoot. The client, like, stopped and had, like, a drink with her and, like, explained, like, his vision. And that would never happen. Yeah. Like, ever. Like, they would, like, look at her like, girl, like, you need to stand (laughs) over there, be quiet, and... And so kind of wrapping things up, I want to take it back to Patricia Field because, I mean, I think, I hope this cast was elated that she was working with them. I mean, she's iconic. She says that for me, Emily in Paris, in a certain way, was an elongated version of Carrie and Sex in the City. It's about an American in Paris. Paris is the place for passion. Paris is exciting. She says that to fashionista and... I got that vibe. Like, watching it, I was like, this is like Sex and the City Jr. It's a fantasy. So I'm a realist, but, like, (laughs) it's a fantasy that I can see people, like, wow, like, she works in fashion, she wears designer clothes, she's in France. Like, I can see the fantasy. Mm -hmm. Just for me, it's not realistic. But I loved Lily Collins. I love Patricia Field. I love the idea. I just, like work in fashion. I think some of it, like my little final tidbit or point is that I think had this show come out not being in a pandemic, it would have been received a lot better because people would have been thriving. People would have been going to work and being out. I think because we're all at home, you can be really, really critical about shows right now because you're dissecting everything. What else do we have to do? (laughs) So I think that the timing of this show also is a little bit why it got beat to hell and back or dragged to hell and back yeah. with the reviews. The reviews were reading them online. The people, <laughs> people lit this show up. I was like, ooh. But it is coming back for season two. Yes. So, I mean, people liked it, obviously. <laughs> Enough, And yeah. there's going to be great costumes and hopefully the story progresses. Yeah, it's not a terrible show. This is not a glowing review by any means. <laughs> I think if you like fashion, you will see this show and things pop up. You will see designers you're familiar with. Yeah. You will see looks that you've seen on the runway. It's a really nice just thing to look at. But I think if you're looking for depth, if you are looking for intricate plot, <laughs> you should probably skip a show like Emily in Paris. It's, yeah. it's for fashionistas. It's for people who like that industry. Yep. So moving on, we are going to get into the red carpet. Hey, 
So Lily Collins is styled by Rob Zangardi and Mariel Hine. And Rob and Mariel are known for J-Lo, Gwen Stefani, Haley Steinfeld. They're very well known and we love them at the DM. We do. And if you don't know who they are, please go research because they're bomb. Yeah. So the first look on Lily we're going to talk about is Monse Maison. And it is a promo for Emily in Paris. She is wearing like a burnt orange rustic color. It's long sleeve off the shoulder. She has a neck piece. I don't know if it's a cape or just like a... I think it's just a neck piece. Yeah, it's a neck piece. So like her upper area, like the deglagee, is bare. And it's like long. It goes all the way down to the ground. She has a high slit. And she has brown like the same color shoes to match the dress. And it looks like, I love it. It's like bodycon. It's a very simple dress. What are your thoughts? I think this is sleek. Like when I look at this, I just am like, hello, sleekness. Because Tyree said, you know, it's just, it's a very long, long lines. They went very simple on her accessories. I love this little crocodile pump she's got on. And it matches. This is how you do matching a shoe to a dress. (laughs) I'm going to refer back to Florence Pugh at the Oscars, 2020 Oscars, and her dip-dyed shoe with her Louis Vuitton. Not cute. Look like bridesmaid. This (laughs) is how you do it if you pair the same color shoe to an outfit. Yeah, I just think Rob and Marielle know how to do it. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that her upper neck area is covered and then there's like breakage for her body and then like her leg is out, but the dress is long sleeve. So it's just enough skin, just enough like body coverage. And she looks great. I love it. I do too. So the next outfit is an Oscar de la Renta dress. And this is another Emily in Paris promo. She is wearing a white turtleneck. I believe it's under. I don't think that it's attached to the dress. And then over the turtleneck, she's wearing a black and white stripe. It looks like kind of like a baby doll. Is this a baby doll? Mm-hmm. Baby doll dress. It's like taken in at the waist, but it has a lot of structure. So it just looks like a half a bell around. It stops at her thigh and she's wearing some knee-high boots that are suede. I love this. Her hair is down. She has a wing-tipped eye, fresh face. What are your thoughts? I think she looks a lot like Edie Sedgwick in this. Um, I feel like that's just what's going on here is a little nod to, it's a very mod 60s look. Yeah. Love the booty. The booty is the right choice here. I don't want to see a dainty sandal or a pump. I like how they they kept, because she's covered up on top. You need to continue that somewhere. So even though she's got her like leg out because it's a mini skirt, I completely agree with their choice to do a boot to like continue with that like a little bit modest vibe that she's got going. This girl has an amazing cat eye too. I mean, I know we don't talk makeup very much, (laughs) but her cat eye is on point in this. And I mean, Lily's feeling herself because in this photo, she's like posed and into this. Yeah, I love this. She's definitely giving me like Twiggy, like something very like mod. And I don't know how tall she is, but in this photo, she looks like six foot. Like Mm -hmm. she looks, her legs are crossed. She's giving me cross-armed. She looks elongated and it just looks so cute. I love this. It's age appropriate and it looks great. It's adorable. So the next outfit is for a Lancome ad. Mm Mm-hmm. And she is wearing Oscar de la Renta again. And I can't really see. This is more of a ball gown. I think the top is strapless. It's like a light pink. And then the 
bottom is tulle and it's like pink. It's like a rose color and she's like wrapped in like bow straps and she has like a pink pump, a red lip. Her hair is down and curly. What are your thoughts on this one? It's very colorful without being obnoxious. I like that it's red and pink is one of my favorite combos, guys. Like one of my favorites. I try so hard on the carpet to put my clients in red and pink whenever I can. So I loved that right off the bat. And I get this. For Lancome, they always have kind of overly dramatic ads where these girls are running around in ball gowns in the field. So it's like, I get why this ball gown is happening. And Lily, she's just, her attitude, the vibe that I get from it, I love that it's like, this is just as easy as her being in a pair of like leggings and a like sweatshirt. Like, I feel like she wears the dress, not that the dress wears her. Yeah, I can definitely say that she carries a certain confidence Uh, Je ne sais quoi. Yeah, she she definitely carries something where, like, she's just, like, lounging here. But it's like, wow. You know, like, Mm -hmm. so I think this is cute. I don't, it is what it is. And that's cool. I think, (laughs) you tell me, Tyree, but I think it's cool that her stylists get to style her for Lancome because that definitely is a creative decision that was made because they, Lancome has people (laughs) in-house. So I think that's really a get for Rob and Mariel that they got to style her in this campaign. Yeah, and I also think the other way around, I think very highly of Rob and Mariel. So Mm -hmm. like, I feel like that would be a good collaboration because, yes, Lancome does have people, but it's like, that's Rob and Marielle. Yeah. So it's kind of like... Respect them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just think like, I think the beauty of being a stylist is creating a look for people mm-hmm. and they have a wide range of people that they work with. Like, she's sitting here looking so elegant and effortless and like... Yeah, it's half Lily, half... Well, maybe more Lily, but, you know, they yeah. have a collaborative... Effort. Yeah, you can tell that this is, I'm going to take you back off you, it's effortless. Yeah. You can tell that. Um, so this number that we're going to talk about next is Celine, and it's for an Emily in Paris promo. And this is like super cute. I believe it's two pieces. So she's wearing a blouse that is checkered with like small checks. And it has like ruffles in the front. I believe there's a zipper in the front. And it's tucked into a skirt that is also checkerboard and the zipper's on the side. And it looks like it's like the same print, but one looks bigger or like one looks smaller. And then she's wearing some boots that come up to her knee that look like they're suede. I think those are the same boots, maybe. Oh, yeah, from look number, yeah, (laughs) her little Oscar de la Renta situation. Yeah, and her hair is just down. She's taking in the sunlight. I love this. What do you think of this? I think it's super cute. I love that it's, I I don't know if it's black or brown. We can't tell just because it's out in the sun. So it looks brown to me. So I'm going to just go with that. I think that this is so classic. I love that it is so well tailored to her. Like her sleeve is hitting her where she should. The length of the skirt hits right. That's an interesting and kind of tough blouse to pull off because it's got, like Tyree said, it's got ruffles all the way down the like button panel. And yeah. so for some, you have to have the right size bust for that is what I'm trying to say. Cause yeah. like some people could look very like it's getting ready to pop. Squished. Yep, or <laughs> squished. And so they know, they being Rob and Marielle know her body. And yeah. I think they made a great choice in putting her in this. Also, she's in her backyard taking in the sunlight. I think that going back to her character, Emily in Paris, I could see her wearing something like this. Like it's just very simple. Mm-hmm. 
They could have done that to be more realistic. <laughs> and the next look that we're going to talk about is Emporio Armani, another Emily in Paris. A promo. She's done her whole promo shoot in the backyard, yeah. <laughs> which is cool. I love it. So this one is an emerald green look. The top is off the shoulder. It's one shoulder. How would you describe this? Oh, sorry. It's a it's a ruffle top. So think of the tier, the first tier of a tutu. If you cut that out put that over someone's shoulder and like left one shoulder bare. That's, it's like a tutu like a ruffle. Skirt. Yeah, it okay. looks very much like a skirt almost. <laughs> but she's wearing green shorts and it looks like the pockets on the side have a flap so it helps her hip. Mm-hmm. And this time she's wearing thigh high boots and Ooh. her hair is slicked back with the center part. She has a dark eye. I love this too. What are your thoughts on this? Can we just talk about the fact that this is Emporio Armani? I am so shocked. Really? Like, I'm so shocked. Emporio, to me, reads, like, tracksuits and lots of, like, moto-style jackets yeah. and stuff. I, I cannot believe that this is Emporio Armani, so I'm blown the hell away. <laughs> I think she looks lovely. This is, again, she, she can rock a ruffle. They know that this girl can be put in a lot of fabric and not have it be overwhelming she probably it looks like has a small frame but she's got that something that she's able to pull off these very intricate looks I think it helps to in the looks that we've been reviewing they stay fairly monochromatic or they stay in the neutrals family so I think that helps her too is like if this outfit was hot pink I'd be like absolutely not but I think that this like subdued forest green color is like really helping like subdue this look and make it more accessible. Yeah. I would say the shorts kind of do look like Armani just because it's like structured, Mm -hmm. but that top, I don't care for the top at all. I don't, I like the color. I like the boots. It's cute on her, but it's not my favorite look, but I do, I like it because it's on her, but it's not my favorite. (laughs) And the last look that we're going to talk about is Chanel, and this is an Emily in Paris promo. She is wearing a Chanel blazer, but it looks like it's like a track jacket kind of because it has elastic at the sleeves and she has it thrown over her shoulder. She's wearing a crew neck t-shirt, like sweater top, and she's wearing a matching skirt that goes with the Chanel blazer. She's got a lot of jewelry on it. She's wearing a lot of like necklaces. One's long, it says Chanel. She's wearing the pearls that say Chanel. She has a red lip. She looks very sophisticated and sassy. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? I love this. The only little thing, and it's me being nitpicky. I'm not a fan of Chanel pearls. Like, mm. so I mean that's that's an Audrey thing, but other than that, I think that this is just the cutest little number. I think Lily is very mesmerizing. There's something about this woman that I really dig, and I really believe her in all of these outfits. I don't think I've ever had on the DM someone where I believed all outfits, where I liked all outfits. Everything she's worn that we've reviewed is stellar. Yeah. Um, This outfit, I like how the jacket is like a modern version of the Chanel jacket. And then the skirt's cute. I mean, it's Chanel. Chanel's like one of the best houses, mm-hmm. like fashion houses ever. So 
I mean, it's Chanel, you know? <laughs> and to piggyback on what you said, Lily Collins has a star quality and effervescence, uh, essence, uh, aura. There's something about this Damn. girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about her because what Audrey was saying is they're putting her in different types of clothing. Like every look that we looked at are different and she has brought her own like look to the look that they're giving to her. And some people would just like put it on and just be drowned out in like the outfit. And she brings her presence to the outfit. And I think like that is really cool because a lot of people can't do that. And if you look at like her portfolio that we've just reviewed, that's all Rob and Marielle. Like it, it starts with them. I know that it takes Lily being yeah. confident once she's in it. It's all her. But at the beginning and when it's the creative part and the pulling, that's all this dynamic duo. So yeah. again, please go research Rob and Marielle. They go by like RM <laughs> if you like type in a hashtag on Instagram. And yeah, they they have a lot of great people. It, it, JLo is one of their clients. So as you can imagine, there's just a lot that they are styling and doing. Yeah. And that wraps up season two, episode three of The DM, where we reviewed Netflix original Emily in Paris. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of The DM with Audrey Brienne and Tyree, where we reviewed Emily in Paris. You'll find links to the Emily in Paris homepage and streaming services in the description box below. A special thank you to Nearby Sound for our theme song. If you enjoyed the show, please introduce your friends to our work and go ahead and rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on thedm.net or on Instagram at at Audrey Brienne and at Tyree Style. The DM is produced by Joe Passarelli, Audrey Brienne, and Tyree.